and welcome to episode number 14 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn, and this is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand a card along with the players in the pack that we open. Uh, along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners. We may discuss some nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind. We may have an interview here and there, and we just want to spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts, and new episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Our Instagram is AV's Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charities. Contact us through uh, one of the outlets that I just mentioned, and uh, we'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. Um, some thank yous from this week we have, and if I uh, leave somebody out, I apologize for that. Uh, sometimes I don't get everybody, but thank you for the support from Tracy, Eric, Brian, Jack Tyler, Jerry Parrott, Alexander Sanford, Eric and Max Myers, Brian Harmon, Paul, Paul Volbert, Asher Patton, Scott Nurse, Zach Vaughn, Kendra and Cole Hall, and Derek Bruns. Uh, again, appreciate the support there. This week, I'm so excited that we will be discussing 1989 Fleer uh, baseball cards. I will be ripping a pack from 1989 Fleer. That's what we pulled out of the random wax packs box earlier in the week. Um, and uh, we're going to get right into it here. Um, we'll be um, describing the card here and the uh, set. So let's get right to that. 1989 Fleer, it consisted of 660 cards. Uh, card fronts featured a gray border background with white and yellow trim. Um, and you'll get to see those during the uh, um, YouTube part that we, we bust this open if you, if you look over at YouTube. Uh, the cards were again, as Fleer normally did up to then, um, organized alphabetically within their team. But unlike previous years, where the World Series champion, um, in this case the Dodgers, would be would lead off the set. The entire set is or, ordered by 1988 regular season record with Oakland, the 1988 World Series runner-up, going first. Uh, the last 33 cards in the set consist of superstar specials, uh, major league prospects, um, and checklists. Rookie cards in the set that are, were big during this year were Craig Biggio, of course Ken Griffey Jr., the 1989 year, um, Randy Johnson, Gary Sheffield, and John Smoltz. And we've done some other 89 episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, you could listen to those as well. A lot of times we're looking for those cards. Um, and this this set was known for the huge amount of errors and variations. Um, it says approximately online here, approximately half of the California Angels players have white rather than yellow halos. And certain Oakland A's players cards have red instead of green lines for front photo borders um, checklist cards are available either with or without positions listed for each player um, and there are some different there are so many different variations but there are two main cards that I'm just going to talk about just for a minute here um, and hopefully we we would pull one of these but um, we haven't had great pulls we had some good Hall of Fame players but we haven't really got the ones that we were looking for in any of the episodes yet someday maybe that'll happen um, 
And just so everybody knows, um, if you're listening to these episodes, I'm going to start putting some other videos on where I open um, other cards, packs, or maybe even boxes of cards that'll, that'll just be a video on YouTube. Um, so anyways, back to this. There is an interesting variation that was discovered by the Beckett grading service on the Randy Johnson card, number 381. That's his rookie card. Um, and it seems the most common version features a crudely blacked out image of an outfield billboard and a scarcer version clearly reveals, reveals the words Marlboro in the billboard. So it said Marlboro, like the type of cigarette. And so they, they, uh, put another card out to get rid of that sign. I guess when they took the picture, they didn't want to have that in there and they were like, Whoa, I can't believe we put that card out with Marlboro on it. So uh, I've seen both of those. I've had both those cards. I've sold those. I actually bought a box of these cards and opened them up. And I, I found this next card we're going to come out that, that we're going to talk about. Um, and that is the Billy Ripken. They call it the Rick face. If you don't want to say the bad word, which I, I, I'm not going to say that word, but it says online, one of the hobby's most notorious errors comes from this product. Card number 616. Billy Ripken was originally published with the words, the F word, and then face. So they call it Rick face. But uh, I'm going to show you during the um, um, YouTube part. If you look over on YouTube, I'll show you a picture of the card. I actually had this card and sold it as well, but I got a picture of it off the internet. So hopefully you can see it's kind of small. But um, So that those words, the F word and then face, were clearly written on the knob of the bat. Um, and... You know, this obviously caused such a stir in 1989 that the card was quickly reprinted. And because of that, um, a bunch of different variations were printed with the final solution and the most common version of the card being a black box covering the bat photo. The first variation still actively sought the one that says the F word on it, on the uh, bottle or on the, the bat knob, the bottle, the bat knob. Um, and people still are looking after that in the hobby today. They're looking out for that card. Um, and then the other versions are still sought after by collectors that want a master set that, that they want. A lot of people that are collectors, they want every one of the different variations. So there's a variation with a black box. There's a variation with a white scribble out, I believe, that goes over those words. So um, you can't see them. There's another one that's got, I think, a black scribble out, maybe something like that. There's a white box over it. Uh, there's actually a... a a card, this card with, it's got like a saw cut up the middle of it. It's so weird. So if you can look that up online, it's, it's pretty cool to see the different variations of the card. Um, there's actually a website called billripkin.com and you can look at that um, after you listen to this podcast. Now you could pause it and go look that up and, and you could see all the different variations of this card. It's pretty cool. I looked at it earlier. Um, so just a bunch of different errors. I'm not going to talk about all of them. If you look online, you can see all the different errors of not just that card, but all the other cards that were in the set that were errors. Um, so the distribution of this um, year of 1989, again, the wax boxes had 36 packs per box, 15 cards plus one sticker per pack, um, 20 boxes per case. The cellos had 24 packs per box, 36 cards plus three stickers per pack. Uh, and 12 boxes per case. And then the rack packs had 24 packs per box, 42 cards plus three stickers per pack and three boxes per case. Um, and then there were factory sets and they also made um, glossy sets as well. And I believe those were like less, made less. 
I'm looking down through here. I think it talks about that online. I, I look online at the different places that have the checklists on them. So those superstar special cards I, were, I was talking about before were like Jose Canseco had one. It said 40-40 on it. He was the first person to ever have 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases in one season. It's pretty amazing. Um, and then they had um, some other ones that uh, had like like father, like son with um, Sandy Alomar Jr., Sandy Alomar Sr. and uh, Roberto Alomar. I think Roberto and Sandy are on the card and they're just talking about how they were like their father who was Sandy Sr. Um, just just some different cards there that were called Superstar Specials. Um, then, the, like I said, the Major League Prospects were later in the set there. Um, they, those were all rookie cards for the most part. They were prospects. And it doesn't look, I'm looking at them, it doesn't look like there were any that really hit very well there. I mean, they, they didn't even have... Uh, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. As a, th these cards had two different players on them as a rookie, but maybe they just wanted him to have his own rookie card. I'm not sure. And then the last uh, few cards were checklists. Um, and then if you, like I said, if you look online, you'll see all these different error variations. Um, they also had parallel glossy cards. Um, the Ken Griffey Jr. it says online from that set is regarded as one of the most important early parallels in hobby history and is more often than not found with poor centering. So it's hard to find it as a, as a perfect gem mint. It says it estimate, it's estimated that Fleer made approximately 30,000 of those, those glossy sets. Um, and uh, if you think about the hobby history and now with the parallels, you can, you can go by... I've bought packs nowadays. It's hard to find them anywhere now, but you buy packs and you can get one card and then find another parallel. It's a different color or something, but it looks just like it. It's just, it just has some different color or something different. It sparkles on it or something. Um, and that's what a lot of people are looking for now, or you might have a rainbow of colors and people want to get all those, but the card has the same uh, photograph on it. They're also, uh, so that was a huge, they, they said that Griffey was a, a huge parallel that kind of was one of the beginnings of those. Um, there were also all-star inserts. Um, there was a 12 card set of those. They were just exclusive to wax and cello packs. And then there were four, the record cards. And there were one of those, uh, there's one of those inserted into each rack pack. And then there were world series cards. There was a 12 card set that was inserted into each hobby factory set. There were, again, there were box bottoms and there were different panels that you could get, uh, Four cards on the bottom. Looks like there were one, two, three, four, five, six, six different box bottoms. So the big time collector, it's like they want to get all those even. The bo bottom of the box would have um, cards on it that you could cut out or just keep that way and not cut them out. And then as usual, each pack of 89 Flair Baseball had one team logo sticker. Because uh, as we always say, they, they couldn't have the bubble gum in them after the, the court case back in or like 81, I think, is when they tried to have bubble gum and tops one saying they can't have the bubble gum. So they had to put something with the cards and, and they, and Fleer chose the stickers, which like I told, I've said before, if you listen to my earlier episodes, I had these stickers on everything and they were, they were just fun to collect, get all the stickers. I loved having my Cleveland Indian sticker on everything that someday here soon, they might be called the Cleveland spiders. If we're going to pick another name, I feel like it should be the spiders because that's what they used to be a long time ago. So um, that's a whole nother topic to talk about though. All right. Welcome everybody. If you're watching the YouTube, um, portion of the show, the podcast here, where we'll be, um, opening up a 1989 Fleer baseball pack. Um, it's our random wax pack for this week. 
Um, and thanks for joining if you're just looking over at the YouTube video now. So here's the uh, pack and uh, it, it, it had a cool, I, I love this year of card. I love the gray. It was, it was, I know there was gray in 1983, but this was just a different gray with the stripes. So, cause that's what some of the cards will look like. You got the big white baseball, you got Fleer baseball, 1989 logo stickers and trading cards. And it looks like it says, Collect Fleer limited edition sets, details on back, 15 cards and one sticker. So that's what it looks like. So it has the Fleer logo up there in the top. And the back has the uh, contest, you know, always has something about a contest on the back, it seems like on these. So let's get to right to opening the pack. Uh, actually, let's, let's uh, pull our name first. So the winner of this pack Unless I get the Rick face or the Griffey Jr. rookie, I'm going to keep those. Uh, but I'll give you the rest of the cards. Let's see, we got Jerry Parrot. So, Jerry Parrot, you will get a free wax pack or two. And you'll also get this pack of cards minus the um, Ripken and the uh, Griffey if those come in here, which seems like we haven't got much. In the, in the way of the cards we're wanting to rip. So it's okay. Or pull. That's all right. It's still fun to open and reminisce about these cards. I remember getting a lot of these cards too. So we're going to go ahead and open this up. Looks like it wasn't tampered with. All right. So the first thing that you see on the top was this baseball sticker. We got the angels there. That's the baseball sticker I was talking about. Okay. So let's look at one of these cards. I'm going to get the per first one. It's Luis Alisea. So we had the gray card and it has their name and their position there, you see, and the team they played for, Fleer down there. And then the, and it's gray with white pen. It's like almost like gray and white pinstripes with the picture in the middle. They had some good photography here. I like this set a lot. And then the back had the back on the Fleer cards, unlike the Donruss, the Fleer had all their minor league and their um, major league stats on it as much as they could, I think. Um, and then it has, you know, where they were born, what they batted and what they threw, um, their weight and their height and all that kind of stuff. And then the name, the number of the card, that's the back. And I also wanted to show you before we went on, so I didn't forget, I pulled up, I pulled up that Rick face on the phone. So if you look at this, I don't know if you can see it. I look here. I don't know if I can see that. It's getting closer. Ah, I got a different one here. That didn't work too well. Okay, I have that. This one. It's kind of small, but it, it, it's hard to see. But if you want to go look online, you look at at the handle of the bat. I know you can't see it. It's really hard to see. But it says the 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 F word right there, and then face after it. So actually, I'm glad you kind of can't see it. Uh, so I'm not showing that on here. But the other one has a black box over it. So actually, you can look that up online and you can um, see it for yourself. Sorry, it wouldn't show it. It's kind of just with the, the way I'm using the computer and the phone. It just doesn't show it right. But So that's what that card looked like. And maybe we'll pull it. Probably not. We're already down to 14 cards. We're going to try. Next card, Brad Havens. Brad Havens. Next. Oh, man. I enjoyed watching this guy pitch so much. It was too bad he um, had trouble with drugs. Um, but, man, Dwight Gooden was was a talent. 
talented guy. So many strikeouts. He's the Doc. Doc Gooden. He's a great player. Great pitcher. Next, Odell Jones. Gary Thurman. Oh, my goodness. That's just funny. It's not anything big, but Mackie Sasser. This is the guy that everybody probably knows if you're a baseball fan. He um, had trouble throwing the ball just back to the pitcher. You know, they called it Mackie Sasser disease. He couldn't get it back to the pitcher. It's like he could make a throw down to second base and throw it hard and it'd be amazing and then just couldn't throw it back to the pitcher. Mel Hall, I think I pulled him in another one. The Cabbage Patch home run trot. Got in some trouble later in his life. He might even be in jail. I'm not sure about that, Mel. So if you're not, I'm sorry, but I was thinking you were. Rob Murphy for the Red Legs. Danny Pasqua. Man, these, these names bring up serious memories. Dave Dravecki. I think Dave Dravecki's the guy that I'm, I was just thinking about. I think that he, it was like, if you look up on YouTube, you can see him. I, I think, I'm almost positive that he he threw a pitch and it looked like his arm almost fell off. It was like he got hurt. But he's a good, really good pitcher. Kevin Romine. Calvin Schiraldi. Joey Meyer. A couple more. Sherman Corbett and Charlie Lee. So we didn't get the Rick face or the Griffey, but it was really fun opening the pack. Um, for those of you that are um, uh, watching the YouTube, thanks for watching. Going back to the podcast now. So I really enjoyed opening that pack with y'all. Um, and keep in mind that in a few weeks, um, at some point here, I'm not sure when it'll be coming out, but I'll be uh, um, going up to Ripman, Ohio and, and having a road podcast with my brother. That's where he lives. So uh, look forward to that. It's always fun talking baseball and baseball cards with him. Um, but I appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you for the support. Um, keep giving us a chance. And uh, um, I think if you love baseball cards and you like baseball, that you'll enjoy this podcast if you if you uh, keep listening to it. Um, remember, uh, you can contact us um, in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Our Instagram is uh, AV's Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, remember, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charities. Get us all, get a hold of us for that. Um, so with that being said, this has been AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast from Searcy, Arkansas. This is Aaron Vaughn, your host, thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one. <laughs>